Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about saying thank you. Before we get into that, I want to share my free guide called Copy and Paste Text for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes below. Also, if you haven't already, you want to make sure that you get on the wait list for the next coaching program. We are getting started in October and we're enrolling in September. When you get on the waitlist, you get an early bird discount for joining and you get early access so you can secure your spot in the program. The program is called From Dating to Exclusive and it's where I teach you how to avoid casual relationships and how to create an actual relationship with exclusivity and eventually with labels. This is really important because the number one trend that I notice in dating is that women are creating accidental casual relationships, situationships, and connections that don't meet the quality of relationship that they really want. And it can feel really disheartening after a while when it feels like that's all that's out there, that's all that men want, and you have no idea how to get out of this circle of casual relationships and to actually start building something meaningful. So what we do once you're in the program is we work on the main skills that create an exclusive relationship. Those are creating dates consistently, both online and in person, having fun and also depth on those dates, communication and speaking up specifically in those early stages of dating, being able to guide the connection towards exclusivity instead of accidentally creating a casual connection, and lastly, having fun and enjoying the process throughout. So those are the five skills of dating that we focus on, and when you are at a 7 out of 10 or above in each area, in terms of your confidence in that area and your skills and ability in that area, the natural consequence is an exclusive relationship. When any of those areas is below that number, when it's like a two and a three and you feel really uncomfortable speaking up or you're not creating enough dates or you don't know how to guide those dates or sure you can go on dates, but you hate the dates and you're not having fun and you're so frustrated with the process. When any of those skills are missing, that's usually the culprit of why we're not creating an exclusive relationship. So what we do in the program is, number one, there's a curriculum that we follow. You get a workbook and we go over it together step by step each week in our sessions. Um, Then we have group coaching. So you can ask questions, you can get feedback on situations that you're in. And this is really where you actually learn those skills in a practical way, not only from your questions, but also from the questions of other people and how they are learning it in their unique way. And you also get one-on-one sessions with me right now. That won't be a thing forever, but it currently still is. Um, So when you join, we'll have our four sessions and that's where we can deep dive into these things as well. And that's where I can point out any of those blind spots or things that you might not be noticing in your approach to dating. One thing that I think is important to understand about dating and about doing this program is that dating is an art right? So dating is about emotions and connecting with people and many nuanced things that we can't quite quantify. The program is the math and the strategy of dating. 
and how we create this art. And I think that's really important because even if you think about art, if I, so I don't have a lot of training in art at all. I took a few classes here and there, maybe like with watercolor. Um, But if I just sat down at a canvas and tried to create some art, the best I could probably do is like some splatter paint. (laughs) Like I wouldn't have a lot of freedom in what I create or a lot of potential with what I create because I never actually learned the nitty gritty strategies or like how to use different mediums or how to create certain things on the page versus when I did actually take some art classes and I learned strategies for watercolor. I had no idea you had to make the page wet first or you can just do it on dry and the different effects that you can create. When I learned the strategy, then my art became much more beautiful and it actually expressed what I wanted it to express. So dating is very similar in that, yes, it is an art, it is nuanced, it is emotions, it is connection, it is about human to human connections that we have. But learning the strategies, having the checklist, having the five elements, having the five skills of dating and going over these very specific things helps us create better art out there in our connections with people, helps us have more amazing connections and helps us create the specific quality of connections that we want. So you can actually have more agency with like, hey, I want to create an amazing relationship. I want to create an exclusive relationship. I don't just want to do the baby casual shit anymore. (laughs) So if you want to join us for that, if you want to learn the strategy behind dating and learn these skills and implement this so you can really create what you want in your dating life, make sure that you get on the wait list so you can get the early bird discount so you can join us and grab your spot. The link will be in the show notes or you can message me on Instagram or on the website as well, ambergrubenman.com forward slash coaching. Lastly, I just want to say uh, thanks for bearing with me. Last week, I couldn't do the podcast because of how sick I was. I ended up going to the hospital. It was, well, By the time I went to the hospital, that was actually very helpful. And now I'm not sick anymore and I feel much, much better. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going to Portugal. I'm super excited and I'm so excited to be back. So looking forward to recording some more podcasts for you all. Okay, so let's get into the episode. I had a night out with some friends once I was feeling better. So we had about five people and my best friend was there as well. And it was really amazing. It kind of made me remember like what I miss about Europe, which was we had like a five hour dinner just at somebody's house, just talking, just pure quality time. It was so nice. And then we went to an Irish pub and danced the night away. (laughs) And we played dancing charades. Um, But anyways, that's a story for another time. So we had this dinner, we went out, And the next day, my best friend texted me and she said, hey, thanks for coming last night. And I was really confused because that's not something she would normally say to me because we talk slash hang out every day, pretty much. And just kind of imagine going to your nine to five and at the end of the day, your boss saying, hey, thank you for coming in today. Like, what do you mean? This is my full-time job. (laughs) Like, so I was a little bit confused at first. And so my response was, 
oh, you mean like to the dinner? Because I was almost going to be late to the dinner, but I ended up making it. And she said, no, I just mean like, thanks for coming. And I was like, oh. And first of all, just there, I was like, reflecting today later, I was like, why did that was so nice? Like it was such a simple thing. And it was just really nice to hear. And then I was reflecting on why. And I realized that we have been friends for 12 years and she still notices when I'm there. (laughs) That's really what came through in her saying, thank you for coming. Like, thanks for being there. And it's not like we had a hard time. We just had fun. It was just a fun night out. And so somehow after 12 years, you still notice my presence and appreciate it there instead of taking it for granted. For example, in the nine to five example of like, yeah, it's your job. Of course you came because you owe me. So that was the first thing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) And then she said, oh, and also thank you for carrying the conversation on your back like single-handedly <laughs> because um, I, maybe you know this from listening to other podcast episodes, but one of my things is I love asking questions. I love coming up with creative questions or just, you know, I'm, I'm not a small talk person. Um, so definitely I noticed during the night at the dinner, I maybe part of the reason it went on for five hours is because I would introduce these topics and these questions. And I was like, oh, well, it was lightweight because they were such great conversationalists as well. But also that was one thing where I didn't think anybody would notice that, that I was like coming up with these questions or like the, I, it's a conscious thing that I do to bring a lot of energy to social interactions that I have or to try to be a good dinner guest and that kind of thing. So To have somebody see you and notice you and thank you for something that, again, could very easily just be taken for granted because, hey, you're a dinner guest. Yeah, you should be asking questions and be engaged in conversation. So anyways, that just made me kind of reflect on that quality of noticing somebody and that saying thank you is not only about like appreciating the person, but it's noticing that something is special, even if it is actually an everyday occurrence. So that's the first thing that I wanted to share is this idea of saying thank you and living in a way and thinking about your partner, about the person that you're dating and about your friends and other relationships in a way where you appreciate those things that maybe you take for granted over time or you just think is part of the deal of you being together or that's what they should do. You can never acknowledge somebody too much or appreciate them too much or think that, don't just take for granted that they know that you appreciate something that they did or that you saw it. But also I wanted to talk about the opposite of this, which can get in the way of being in this appreciative mindset. And that is expectations, the idea that men or people that we date should behave a certain way. And also these kind of playful, but kind of serious remarks like happy wife, happy life, (laughs) or the idea of like, 
you know, what was that joke? Oh, yes, I met a man once, like he was running a shop and he talked about, you know, always saying yes, dear, yes, dear. You always have to say yes to your wife or whatever the wife says goes like things like that. First of all, I think are a recipe for a complete lack of attraction (laughs) in relationships. Um, But also, I think it's a recipe for that entitled mindset not appreciating your partner, not saying thank you, taking things for granted, not seeing your partner over time because you just think that they owe you that by being your partner. But it's so important to remember that, first of all, somebody dating you or being in a relationship with you is a voluntary role and everything they do is extra credit because they didn't have to do any of those things. It was not owed They're not being paid. (laughs) They are there because they want to be there. They want to be with you, including from the very first date, including paying for drinks, including opening the door, including asking you a wonderful question or coming to that event with your friends or carrying the conversation or whatever it is that they're doing is all extra credit. And we don't want to get into that mindset of like, Yes, this is how a boyfriend should behave. This is how somebody should be in a relationship because over time, that person won't feel seen in the relationship anymore. They'll probably be less inspired to do some of these extra credit things because they're never acknowledged, they're never thanked, they're never noticed. So that's what I want to share with you today. First of all, maybe just taking some time to appreciate the little things with some of the people in your life, but also this is a habit you can start from the very first date is seeing people, noticing people, noticing the things that they do that maybe could easily be overlooked or taken for granted and really taking the time to acknowledge it. And also just to notice if you have any of those like kind of funny, but not really (laughs) um, mindsets around how guys should be or like you know, what you make your guy do in the relationship. It's pretty common amongst like friends, I think, for those kinds of comments to be made. And I think it's important to not really adopt those in a more serious way, which I think sometimes we do without noticing. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye.